And good morning, kind folks. This is the KVMR Morning News Update for Tuesday, March 15th. I'm Steve Baker. Well, they're speaking courthouse in Nevada City. More on that in a moment, but first, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today. Showers with thunderstorms also possible after 11 a.m. High near 57. New rainfall today, one and a half to three quarters of an inch. Tonight, patchy fog between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., low 40. Tomorrow, sunny and 63. Sacramento today, 80% chance of showers, mainly before noon, and a high of 69. New precipitation, one-tenth to a quarter of an inch rain possible. And tonight, patchy fog after 3 a.m., a low of 46. Tomorrow, 72 and mostly sunny. Truckee Tahoe today, 90% chance of showers, mainly before 11 a.m., a high of 47, snow level 7,300 feet. Tonight, a low of 20, Wednesday, 52 and partly sunny. Placerville today, rain ending early, cloudy and a high of 60. Angels Camp today, cloudy with occasional rain, high near 65, rainfall around a quarter of an inch. Nevada County Public Health reports 37 new confirmed COVID-19 cases for yesterday and the weekend. Out of 16,009 cases since the start of the pandemic, 56 are active. Three people are hospitalized, one in intensive care, says Uvinet. Well, this from the Union newspaper of Grass Valley. Nevada City officials argue they should use every tool at their disposal to keep the county courthouse at its current location. Mayor Dwayne Strausser is saying this week that the downtown courthouse is at the top of the list for renovations by state officials. At issue is security, seismic risk reduction, parking, and Americans with Disability Act accessibility requirements. Blaine Corrin, he's public affairs director with the Judicial Council of California, says that a study of alternatives for the courthouse is expected to be completed by the end of July. The project goes over the factors that the council staff is considering, he says, after the study and input from local stakeholders in the community, council staff will make a recommendation to the council's court facilities advisory committee, who will then consider it and review it and then make a recommendation to the full council. In addition, before any courthouse construction project can proceed, it needs approval and funding from the legislature. Mayor Strausser telling the council at its Wednesday meeting last week that the courthouse is a business that needs to function as efficiently as any successful business. Considering its condition, the Judicial Council of California is aiming to come up with a safe and secure working environment for staff. Our goal is to support that, but keep it in its current location if at all possible. I believe the staff members at our court are doing their best to look out for our best interests, and we need to show the path we prefer and that it can be achieved. Parking is one of the priorities, and we're working on that. City Manager Sean Grayson says there are three options. The first is using the existing buildings. The second would be to demolish the existing structures and build something new to meet state requirements while retaining the art modern facade on the current site. The third proposal is to start from scratch and build at a new location. We may not love two of the three alternatives, but it's the JCC's place to make this assessment. We've had engineers and realtors walking the town. We're trying to be very responsive to the process so the city is not an obstacle, but is part of the process. California State Parks is gathering public input on a proposal to fundamentally change the way history is interpreted at Sutter's Fort State Historic Park as part of State Parks reexamining our past initiative. 
With this effort, a more inclusive and historically accurate history will be shared with the thousands of school children and visitors that annually tour the National Historic Landmark site located in California's capital, Sacramento. Sutter's Fort Park has long served as an iconic memorial site principally dedicated to telling the story of Swiss immigrant John Augustus Sutter's ambitious achievements in the early half of the 19th century. Interpretation programs have presented mostly positive narratives of Sutter's role in supporting American settlement leading up to gold discovery in 1848, though the very beginnings of the development of Sacramento and California's rapid ascension into American control and statehood two years later. However, California Native American oral histories and contemporary scholars make clear that there is a more complex story to John Sutter that has yet to be fully acknowledged. Sutter's role in coercing labor, enslaving, assaulting, and murdering indigenous people is well documented, and the traumatic experiences are remembered by the surviving descendants to this day. While Sutter's Fort focused on John Sutter's role as Sacramento's founder and a pioneer of the California dream, the park missed talking about the real impact of Sutter and on the Native American people, says John Fraser, Capital District Superintendent. State Parks is committed to telling a more accurate and inclusive story so that everyone will feel comfortable visiting this historic park and reflect on its complex past. State Parks is hosting two workshops to seek public input on proposed language for the interpretation mission, vision, goals, and themes being developed for the park's interpretation master plan. The first virtual workshop will be on Wednesday, March 23rd from 6 to 8 p.m. That's a week from tomorrow. State Parks will host an additional virtual workshop on Thursday, April 14th from 6 to 8 p.m. To review State Parks proposals and register for the public workshops, visit interpretingsuttersfort.org. That's interpretingsuttersfort.org. Birthdays today include Phil Lesh of the Grateful Dead, 82, Mike Love of the Beach Boys, 81, Sly Stone of Sly and the Family Stone turns 79, rock music artist Ry Cooter is 75, award-winning actress Frances Conroy of Six Feet Under turns 69, and musician Will I Am of Black Eyed Peas is now 47. And hey, stay tuned as we go back to the Tuesday morning show and see what musical surprises Paul Emery can conjure up before 10 this morning. Mm-hmm.